Which camera do we look at? Hmm. Well, we can just keep swapping around, I guess. I don't know. But uh, so, so I'm gonna pick that one. All right. That one. All right. Okay. So, hi. I'm. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. So we've got. Uh, I've got the long Grinch hat on. Okay. Ah, oh, bah humbug. And uh, you're the cheetah Santa. I am. Yeah, cheetah Santa. Okay. So, so hi, it's uh, Lawyer Greg and Rob the Brit here, and after. A long delay, a bit of a, a bit of a, been since a September, yeah. We've been on a holiday, isn't mm -hmm. that what they say across the pond? Yes. You don't go on vacation, you go on a holiday. Get on holiday, that's yeah. right. And right now it is the holidays, it's the Christmas holidays, and um, we're talking about how to keep pushing through the holidays. Holidays are always a different type of year. You know, a lot of times people want to pay Santa Claus and not. An attorney or not a business person? It depends. I mean, I think retail they they make out during the holidays. Because, yeah, you know, but, but other professional businesses I think get hurt. Accountants I talk to, um, experience similar things. Well, people's focus is just not on business. It's not on their finances or whatever. It's all on in this case Christmas season. It's that's focus. So that's right. On that area. Yeah, the fo the focus is off. The focus is off and. I found wherever I put my laser focus, and we've talked about that, and I think that's uh, something that, that would be great to explore in this episode, or a Richard Branson, or a, uh, an Elon Musk. How in the world do they divert their focus? Do they hurt themselves by diverting their focus? Um, and would you hurt yourself by diverting your, your focus? Um, I know um, with the holidays, people divert their focus to... Uh, their their families more to the they want yeah. time off they you know they're not really thinking about the grind and you know life is so business life is so much entrepreneurship is so much about the grind it's every day getting the job done every single day right yeah. um, and so there's there's always a tension there for me it's like man I love my childhood memories of Christmas I love Christmas I love what it represents I love being with my family. We need downtime and time off to rest and recharge. Yeah. But also, but if you neglect, what about? But I'm not. I, but I'm a pusher. You know, I want to keep pushing and keep going forward. If you if you neglect your business, you're going to really suffer. I mean, we all know how many businesses fail every year. Yeah. Especially new businesses. I mean, yeah. that's a huge sure. percentage. It's something like ninety percent of them, or eighty-five percent of them. They're on. Fail. They're on a holiday, permanent holiday. Yeah. In yeah. Three to five years. Right. So, so, you know, it's just so, so key to, uh, to keep your eye on the prize, your eye on the ball, if you will, and keep focused during the holidays. And one of the reasons that I decided, literally, I called Rob up and I said, Rob, I'm not focused mm -hmm. on, you know, I have I'm, my focus, my attention is being divided. I'm devoting a ton of time to the Rockstar Lawyer Project, a ton of time to the podcast, a ton of time to writing in that area. And... And also in creating content, but also, you know, I have a, a law practice to run. I have a law practice to grow. And also we bought a new yeah, building. That's right. And it was and, a big move. And, and, you know, we're moving into that new space. Um, I, I've got to, I've got to take a time out. I've got to, got to eliminate some of the things uh, that, are, that are dividing my attention yeah. so that I can focus just on that. And that, that was a positive thing. It was absolutely essential for me to do that. And a friend of mine and business coach, Bob Demers, who I work with, mentioned 
uh, don't dilute the scotch. That right. that always comes to mind. That's a, that's a good. Yeah, that's a good. Don't saying. dilute the scotch. So so, and 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 how do you reconcile that with a Richard Branson who's got fifty million projects going, or a, an Elon Musk who's doing a hyperloop from like LA to San Francisco or wherever it's going, mm-hmm. and and also you know launching missions to the moon and Mars, and also um, uh, creating electric cars and also running a solar panel and a battery factory. How, how do you do that? Well, we've spoken about this earlier was resources. Both Branson and Musk have massive amounts of resources. They are able to have an idea, send it off to whoever they feel is the appropriate person to get that moving. And then they can then get on with something else. So most people don't. And by resources, you mean money. Money might come into it, but I think even in a small business, you can still do it to an extent if you've got an idea. Right. I think people like to control their ideas so much that they they don't want to send it out to someone else in case they lose that control. I would refer anyone listening back to any prior podcast that we've done or video that we've done about delegation yeah because delegation is huge and our I, I, what comes to mind you know we all relate things back personally that's extremely important it has to be personal you, you can't you can't hit a fastball if you have a tight grip on the back you have to have a loose grip on the back okay so a loose grip on a back actually allows you to react quickly because your hands instantly tighten okay you can't go from tight to loose. Okay? You can't be focused on that on that that tight. You just got to let it happen, kind of thing. It does. Ha- yes, that's and then you'll naturally tighten up when it's ready to. Anyway, that's correct. That's correct. But but if you're tight already, then you can't hit that fastball. You can't you can't right. adjust to the curveball, right? You can't adjust from a curveball to a fastball. You've got to be um, have a loose grip on the bat to be able to hit those balls when they come and adjust to them. So I think similar to business in life, um, you've got to be able to loosen up your control of your enterprise, your business, your pet grooming shop, your, your, um, you know, your car wash, whatever it is and trust yourself and trust yeah. others and be able to entrust others, to train others, to break down what you do and do parts and give that out to other people. Okay. So in order to yeah. grow, you have yeah. to be able to do that. And you're saying that that's part of diverting your focus as well is not really diverting your focus, but multiplying yourself through other people, letting them yes. take that ball and run with it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So, so my fear is if, and I, I hate to speak from my fears. I mean, you know, that's a great place to speak from, right? Is your fears. You never want to be ruled by your fears. But uh, how do we divert, or how do we give someone a new idea, a new company to run with? I just, you know, how do we do that and trust that they're going to run with it without being a mega billionaire like Branson and Elon Musk and have it carried out correctly? I mean, we were talking before the episode came on for the last hour about a new business venture, an idea that I want, would love to be able to explore and love to be able to do. 
how would we do that without, how would I do that without diverting my focus? Well, you'd have to. I love exploring really, things while we're doing it. You'd have to really investigate the person that you were going to delegate to. You want to make sure that is the right person. Right. You don't just want to pick anyone and just think, well, they can do it. They've, they've got experience to an extent in that area. They can do it. You want to really make sure that your vision is going to be passed to them and they're going to be able to follow it to an extent but bring their own vision into it as well. I mean, they've got to have some passion about it. They do. So, you're, I mean, your CEO has to really be passionate yeah. about what, you know, if they're just, take being, that long, if they're just being paid a salary to, to do it, it's not, it's, it's going to be about that salary. to Understood. Be the money. Well, I mean, I know even, you know, building out this space that we're in now over the last, you know, over the summer, between May really and September, we moved in around October 1. Yeah. That's, that's and this is so. this is another area of focus. Greg has moved from his old building to this one. So if you uh, if you've to, been familiar with our old yeah. podcast with the video, this is not the same building. Yeah. So, so this is a totally new. Let's give him a tour. Yeah. Absolutely. Of the building. Okay. So I'm going to take you guys with us. All right. Cool. There you go. So we're going to give you a tour of the building. Okay. So we were in one of the conference rooms, which is what I would call my small conference room. And then we have other offices. Uh, we have contractors that come in and use that office all the time. Front desk area, huge front desk area and wraps around with copy room and everything else. Rent a client waiting room area. And it's a much, much bigger building than your last one. Oh yeah, oh yeah, it's got a ton more space. It's on a corner we call the the gateway to Uptown Shelby, uh, the corner that it's located on, and the gateway is right across from the church, which I happen to go to. And uh, and we, you know, front front street parking, cool glass that looks into the building. And let's show up some more of the inside. So this took up a lot of my time and focus. Well worth it, but it just took a lot of time and focus to do it. Yeah, it needed um, to be renovated. Sure. Oh man, it had to be renovated. renovated. Complete renovation. Gutted it. And we've got a huge conference table in here uh, for me. And uh, Merry Christmas with the Christmas tree. And great view of outside in that intersection. And a nice, you know, we've got lots of big TVs in here that make it a really cool creative space. I think you, you called that the fishbowl, right? The fishbowl, that's right. My office would be the fishbowl, too. This is uh, Taylor's office. She does some marketing for us. And we have Diane Thackerson's office, the probate queen and probate director. And then we have what will be my office. And I hate the echoes in here. I mean, well, I mean, it just is. It's very The conference room was when we put the, uh, the conference table and some more other furniture in there. The echo killed some of the echo. Right. You can get tiles that kind of slant that hang down from the ceiling. We were thinking about doing some of those acoustic tiles too. But my office is set up to go. The reason there's no desk in here now is because I believe that Warren, our contractor, is making a desk or his guys are making a desk similar to the conference table. That's what I want. But I use the conference rooms all the time anyway for business. We've got another 
uh, office in here that's sitting vacant that is stacked with new furniture, but we're going to bring in the idea is to bring in a new staff member, new attorney in that office or a financial planner. We talked about that too. Sonia, our office manager's office in the back corner. Sonia, very much a heart and soul of our business. Back uh, room where we keep uh, the things we don't show everybody else, bathrooms. Uh, and we've got a couple of offices back here too that are empty that I haven't filled up, but I'm gonna fill these up too. And that's very law of attraction. We can talk about that a little bit, but yeah. You know, we've got a break room, right? That's going to be, you know, you know that that we have furnished, but uh, all our things aren't up on the wall. We have a marketing team that also puts everything on the wall for us, and a full kitchen because we do we do a fair amount of entertaining uh, and events. So we've got a full kitchen uh, to work with, which which I really love the full kitchen. So so we're back um, and. The other conference room. So that's, I mean, I diverted my focus to that for yeah. quite a while. To, and you and, needed to. I did. And, 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 you know, we did better this year than we did last year as a company, right, as a firm. Um, but, but it was hard. It was very hard to divert my focus. I, I had to delegate a lot of that to my contractor who I had trust in um, to be able to complete this out like I wanted. And I'm still on people, you know, to bring in to finish off little things that need to be done in this building. And all businesses have these issues come up. They all have problems that come up that have to be dealt with. That can't just be swept under the carpet. You can't just ignore them. It doesn't matter what the season is. I mean, if the Christmas can't get in the way of, of the business. I mean, I think, you know, my experience with the, the building is, is relevant to Christmas. It's the same type thing. It's just splitting your focus. How can we keep our minds and the business uh, focused and not, you know, say dilute the scotch, so to speak, but also be able to take on a variety of things. Right. And I think, I think we have to really, really keep our eye on the prize, which is, I think you have to keep uh, the main thing, the main thing. Um, uh, and that's, you know, doing that, my, my firm is the main thing. Um, and, and, you know, it needs time and attention because, <clears throat> you know, for it to grow. And I mean, I'm the head in direction here. Right. So, so you know, and, and at Christmas, uh, you know, we want to take the time out to be with our families, uh, to you know, to to remember uh, what the what the season's about. Um, but uh, but also, uh, you know, I, I'm constantly striving and coming up with different strategies so it's not a downtime. Uh, we, we run Christmas specials, um, which have worked rather well. We take the time to touch based back with people who we've met with during the year who haven't hired us. Yeah. We try to take top loose ends with people who've had a hard time making decisions who may have hired us or partially hired us to come in and sign documents, make decisions, get it done. And I think we've done a pretty good job of doing that and keeping everything going through the, the December month. Um, and uh, a time when people uh, you know, are more focused on, you know, buying gifts for everyone and, instead of, uh, you know, planning with their attorneys, which is kind of what my my business is. So yeah, I don't want to I don't want it to sound like I'm being Ebenezer Scrooge by right. saying forget about Christmas. It's all about business. It's right. not, of course, but you've got to have your 
your focus in the right areas at certain times. You know, you take the time out for Christmas for whatever holiday it is. But oh man, no, no. A, my my drive and focus makes um, the holiday possible. Yeah, for the yeah. for my wife and six children. And he's six. Does have. Six. I hope I hope they appreciate appreciate that. But yeah, you know, keeping that being a little bit of you know, there's a little bit of Scrooge there too. There is. There is. What the other side of Scrooge they don't show you on uh, a Christmas story mm-hmm. is you know Scrooge had a family. A Christmas Carol. A Christmas Carol. Yeah, a Christmas Carol. Sorry, a Christmas Carol. If Scrooge had a family um, and could benefit from his thriftiness with the money, right, and his drive in business, right, that we're benefiting from from the goods and the charitable that, things he can do with his money, too. That would be another interesting movie. If there's any any business execs who are interested in making movies, that would be an interesting movie. It would be an interesting story if yeah. you rewrote A Christmas Carol from a positive entrepreneur's perspective. Yeah. Uh, where, uh, you know, I think Scrooge was, uh, you know, Scrooge treated people badly, but. That's the, he was so that's far the, over the top, though. Yeah. That's, that was the issue. I mean, you, you're not going to find many, I don't think many business people who would be quite that extreme. You will find them that will be that extreme. Obviously. You think so? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think I think that uh, your top business people are that extreme. <coughs> I, I really do. I think they're uh, absolutely extreme. But here's, here's the uh, conundrum. Mm-hmm. The irony of that selfishness and that Scroogedness, right? That Scrooge mentality. Okay, yeah. man, this, this is going to end up being about Scrooge and how Scrooge is a great guy. <laughs> um, and I've talked about this at length before, and I've looked at this and I've thought about this. Who does the most with what they have? Who in the world? Does the most? Why can Richard? Why can Richard Branson and Elon Musk and uh, Bill Gates and uh, Warren Buffett and and those guys? Why can they um, do what they do and have multiple businesses and everything? Because their resources, because their money. Yeah. Because they focused intently on growing the crap out of their business until it was absolutely through the roof successful, and they were mega billionaires. And they're not, they're not willing to, as we said before, hold off on delegation. No. They wouldn't be able to do it if they didn't delegate. True. true. But at this point, they're turning around and doing what? I mean, Bill Gates, Warren Buffett, they're changing uh, lives, changing the yeah. continent of Africa with water and disease cures and, you know, right. and giving away the majority of their money you know, through philanthropy. If they were, would they be able to do those things? If they hadn't been driven and focused, and I'm not going to say that they were totally selfish at the rise to the top. I just know how many, I mean, it takes all your power and resources. It, it had it to, to do that. It does, yeah. I mean, it and does take a huge amount. So is there an argument to be made that be Scrooge now so you can be virtuous later? To an extent, I think Scrooge, and how are you ever going to get too, there unless you're laser-focused? I mean, it was, it was a, a, a very – it's a very negative story, most of it. I, 
I just don't think most people are that are that focused on. Well, it wasn't as though his business was it was successful, but he wasn't making himself even were? comfortable. I mean, at least I don't Bill know that. Gates Buff- I don't know that they were. I mean, Buffett is really grounded. Buffett uh, is sure, just really talented. Sure. I mean, I'm not saying you have yeah. to have a, if you've got the money, you have to have a mansion and a Lamborghini. And Buffett really doesn't. I mean, he still lives in the same. Whatever makes ranch house he bought like when he was younger. But wife. he has the freedom to, if he wishes. Yeah, his luxury is his private jet. He says, but you know, the company jet is something that they really utilize. They yeah. go around all the time to different places and buy winning companies and doing business and other things. So that's his big luxury. And you know, if he there was there was a in was it Inc. magazine or Fortune magazine, there was an article about Jared Kushner's brother. Josh Kushner, and they were saying that he started a billion-dollar startup from scratch during Obama, all, all based around Obamacare. Mm-hmm. Would he have been able to do that without his family's resources? Probably not. Right. I mean, he was groomed <clears throat> for that basically right. his entire life, but. Most people aren't going to be able to do that. They wouldn't have a clue. They wouldn't know who to talk to, right. who to to talk to to get it moving. But you have to do what you can do with what you have. Yeah, I mean, you. you, you and that same focus. intent, intent, focus, <coughs> and drive. Um, I think will through. Uh, you know, that's that's another missing piece for me. Is that I think we're not talking about too is access to capital, access to those resources. Mm-hmm. You know, we talked about, you know, I think I go back to somebody like a Gary Vee or somebody like that who who constantly preaches patience. I just think that once you climb the rungs to the ladder, once you make connections, once you grow your business through focus, through not being selfish but self-full, I think, you know, through focusing on the right things and, and uh, cutting out everything else, the distractions, Drinking on the weekends, partying. Yeah, I'm not saying you got to be a teetotaler. You know what I mean? I, mean, I love, I love to have point. people over. You came to a Christmas party that we had. We had plenty, plenty of booze. Yeah, but but, uh, but you know, but that's a, just, that's a very good point yeah. because I think most people do waste an awful lot of time. Waste their damn time. That's right. I agree. And they they could use that a lot more effectively. Although I mean, you know, there's there's a something to be said for tension management there too, where you're you're getting some downtime, you're disengaging your brain too, so yeah. that it can do yeah. what it does best, which is work out the hard stuff. Yeah, you've really got to and map rest out. and recharge. Map out your day. So I think some meditation there, mm-hmm. um, some you know exercise, you know, uh, getting that that in. But I don't, lo- I still don't love the term balance. Although I'm softened up a little bit. We've got to be able to clear your mind of all the garbage. Right. So that you can focus. If your mind's so cluttered with everything going on in, in your life, you're going to really have a struggle to focus on, on just business. I agree. When you need to. I agree. So, so, uh, um, so keeping that focus over the holidays, how do you do that over the holidays? How do you keep your focus on your business over the holidays? How do you? Um, You've got to map out your going. day. I mean, we've spoken about this before. Yeah, planning book, out your book day. of secrets. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I mean, that's what you do. Is you you write it out, you map it out. Yeah. 
and you and you stick to it and you respect your time, and uh, while also programming downtime in there, yeah. maybe a little travel to get perspective. Travel and even even in those downtimes, that's a lot of the time when you suddenly get the aha moment when you're not focused on. One of the first videos I've ever done was I want to say a number of years ago, probably six seven years ago, mm-hmm. I put together a video to hype seminars that I was going to do for the next year. And that was on Christmas day. Okay. And, and and on Christmas day in an old rental house that we were in that, that looked like a freaking haunted house. Okay. It was big, (laughs) but it was a little, a little dark. Okay. It was a little dingy. All right. But, uh, and, uh, sat there and and did a, a hype promo video on, on, uh, seminars from 2017. And it was like, a it's like a Jason Bourne promo. It was, you know, it was very action packed and uh, the music and everything. And yeah. And, and what followed was a year full of seminars um, and growing the business and getting out there. So it is a great time to let your mind just do its thing and say, aha, I'm going to do a action packed promo video for seminars that I can do. Email it to everyone I can think of that I could do a seminar for uh, their organization, and then follow that up with phone calls the first of the year to hammer out um, or hammer out the details on that and get in the door to do seminars and pack the, the year full of seminars. And another, another thing. And I'm going to commit to X number of seminars per week, X number per month, some big, some small, and I'm going to do that every year. Now I have other people who do that for me, who right. plan this for me. Well, another thing that you can also do is – one of the areas, again, that we've focused on before is the breakdown is when you're planning out your day, even if it is at Christmas, even if it is Christmas Day, if you if you don't plan out and break down those areas that if there's an issue at work or something that has to be done and you know it's got to be done by a certain period of time, if you break it down into the smallest parts, you can still just take a little time to deal with the most important areas. And by the time you get to figuring out this plan after Christmas or whatever holiday it is, it's going to be a lot simpler. You've already started the process. You've, bro- you've, you've broken it down. You've figured out a few things. It doesn't take that much time to do that. Now I'm at the point where I want to list. I like to keep things simple. Yeah, the kiss method. Keep it simple, Steve. Absolutely. Right? Because it works for me, okay? And it works for the people around, you know? Um, It just helps keep focusing. You know, a marketing plan for me that is, you know, that thick, right? It's huge, multiple pages. That didn't work for me. No. I mean, how are you going to keep your head wrapped around all that all the time? Well, you're not. You're not, right? And I don't think the people around you are. Mm -hmm. So... My plan is now we're getting into our New Year's show and planning for the year, which I think we should do. I think we should do a show um, next week about planning. Okay, yeah. about planning for the new year. That's yeah, uh, that'd be a good one. That's something that uh, that I'm big on. It's Christmas time is a great time to get your thoughts together, to have some downtime, get extra sleep, let your brain heal and recoup yeah. from. You know, getting beat up during the year and lack of sleep 
and everything else, right? So you get you're gonna get some more nutrition over the holidays, you know, get get a bunch of food in you, you know, get a bunch of sleep, and then that's the tension management part that that I still haven't fully wrapped my head around. But just the way the mind works, it's gonna solve all your problems. It's gonna naturally reflect and review on the yeah. year. And then the trick is to take that and boil that down to what worked and what didn't work, and then come up with a simple plan going forward for the next year. Like I have in front of me the beginnings of a marketing plan that will end up being less than one page with bullet points right here that that will be our mission for the year, that I, that I believe will expand our practice multiple times, okay, multiple times over. And our revenues and our reach and our geographic reach. So, so I want to boil that down to something simple and, and use that going forward um, as a plan. And my marketing person will use that too. I will meet with them. I will talk about it with other people. I will value and weigh their perspectives. And what will come out are these, and there's always these aha moments where I break it down. I mean, I think I've been thinking about this, this six step plan, which I added a couple of things in there also um, for probably the whole year. And before that, it's a culmination of things. And I've been working on a lot of those things the last quarter. And then how we use those tools, the big projects last couple quarter just came together the other night for me. And I sat down and in two, two minutes, literally or less wrote the red out of the plan. Yeah. Because it just, it was time. Yeah. Those things amaze me. That and, and then seeing those things work. It's part of why I love doing business and why I love entrepreneurship, even as an attorney. Just that's why I call this, which looks like a freaking Harry Potter book. That's why my wife, my wife, not lovingly but jokingly calls it the book of secrets. Okay. <laughs> and and so do other people. All right. But uh you know, I like to keep, and this is just my most recent. Actually, I'm probably 80%, maybe 70% through this book, you know, using it. But um, I like to write those things down, my affirmations every day as to where I'm going to be, as if it's present tense. We talked a lot about that in past shows about goal setting. Yeah. Um, now I do those after reading a book um, by Scott Adams. Okay, um, he talks about and and listening to an interview with Tim Ferriss. Scott Adams is the uh, where he interviewed Scott Adams. It's probably an hour long or more interview. It's just a long form interview. Um, Scott Adams created Dilbert, <clears throat> the cartoon. Oh yeah, yeah. He's big into affirmations, and uh, you know he he writes the affirmations down as if they have already happened present tense. And he has some really funny stories about how he got into doing that. Basically from uh, stems from his study and love of hypnosis. Okay. Which he actually employs in his Dilbert cartoons as well. Um, and, and, uh, and, 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 uh, which, which might be called sales and marketing now. Okay. In a lot of ways. Yeah, um, those those methods, and uh, 
and the affirmations on why they work, if they work. And just, he has some different theories on that that are extremely interesting, but, but it resonated with me. You know, I used to use a very regimented way to track everything, uh, but I stopped. Um, I stopped using, um, So I stopped using um, someone else's planner at, at one point, okay, over the last year, and and I started using my own. So so I think you know it's a great time to come up with your own formula and your own plan. I can hear other people's voices in my head saying that's not going to work because people need structure, you know, uh, a way to do it. I found what I believe is my own way to do it, and. Uh, and we're getting into some year in review and reflections, things that'd be great for next week's show. But, yeah. But talking about how to maybe set up the set up your day, set up your life um, uh, for success in 2018 and do a good review of 2017. Um, you know, the affirmations are, are just amazing. How the universe works is amazing. Yeah. Start to see whether or not you've accomplished everything you wanted to this year or if not, Move it forward, and, and and maybe that wasn't meant to be. And do you yeah. have the right things in your head that you need to accomplish, right? Um, and really get perspective on that and, and where you're going. Um, I don't have all the answers. You know, I'm constantly searching for answers. Um, on, and this show is such a chronicalization. Is that a word? It is now. Chronicle. It's such a chronicle. You know of. Of, uh, it is now. You can isation anything, okay? <laughs> All right? So so uh, I didn't have the benefit of a proper English education, okay? Brit Rob, I'm from Shelby, North Carolina. Um, I just, it's, it is a chronicle of entrepreneurship, you know, expansion, philosophy, business, yeah, and life and family, which I love. Mm-hmm. Um, all those things. I, mean, I was, you know, I don't know what all this means, but it kind of feels like a test sometimes, or, or yeah, you know, know I mean. or something. You know what I mean? Um, and uh, and then I'm constantly learning, and I'll never, I'll never know a fraction of what I need to know to be who I need to be or get where I need to go. Well, but to finish off, I, I heard a great quote on Facebook recently, which was. There, um, I never lose, I either win or I learn. And I just thought that was fantastic. The, there's, I yeah. don't know who said it, but yeah. I think it was fantastic. There's, there's no losing, only winning and learning. Yeah, I love that quote. I've said, I've said that quite quite a bit through the last. I hadn't years. heard it before. I'm trying to think of the first person I heard it from. There's, there's no losing, and that's just it's so true. So, so I think you, yeah, I mean. The, the things we learn the most from are, are generally our failures. Yeah, absolutely. You don't learn. And that's that's a whole. Which is which is totally we have to. Oh, dude, that's, a, that's another show. We should yeah. do another show on that because I mean that is absolutely a hundred thousand percent. That's a hundred eighty degrees away from how we raise children now. Yeah. I mean, you got a helicopter parent, your kid. You can't let them go out and scrape their own knees and and, and make their own mistakes, right? 
Which is that's that's where you learn, right? Yeah, that's where you learn. You can tell me something a million times, but I don't really get it. And then and the light bulb moments come when I'm like, crap, that's that's what he was talking about, you know? Or that's what this person was talking about. <laughs> that's why I shouldn't have done that, right? But now I know, you know. Yeah. But uh, but 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 I don't really know. I don't get it. I just, I just shake that. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. How many times do you do that? Where you hear somebody giving you advice or talking about a situation or how to approach something? Mm-hmm, yeah. Okay. Oh, well, sure. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, like you go through it and you're like, crap. That's that's what that's what he meant. You know. That's what she meant. You know. So uh, so we'll we'll explore that. I mean, it's going to be a great year, 2018. Yeah. It's going to be a great show next week. Let's. You know, if you're up for it. Yeah, absolutely. Let's get let's do a review show. Yeah, and uh, um, I'm gonna take end next, of year review. Uh, you know, and you know, I can just tell you what I'm gonna do in my business is we're gonna review. We're gonna we're gonna spend the the next couple. Uh, we're gonna work two days next week. We have a partial staff coming in, some key staff members um, that are key to planning, and we're just gonna have a skeleton crew Thursday and Friday next week after after Christmas holidays, and we're gonna review the year. And we're going to talk about marketing and where we're taking the firm. And out of that, we're going to come up with simple plans okay. to grow the firm. So keep your focus over the holidays. Focus on the family. Have fun. Get some rest because I know you've killed it all year. And um, I guarantee you I will come out of this rest period because I am going to get some downtime. Mm-hmm. Renewed, refreshed, and with new ideas and ready, ready, to, ready to go. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Life's not a marathon; it's a series of sprints. Hey, this is Lawyer Greg and Rob the Brit talking about Rockstar Lawyer. Rockstar Lawyer is a book that we wrote, mm-hmm. and is it about being a lawyer, Rob? No, no, it's nothing about being a lawyer. Why do we name it Rockstar Lawyer? I'm wondering at this point. However, it is about entrepreneurship and about the journeys that we all take as business people through starting a business to actually running a business and trying to make it successful as much as possible with some good wit and humor in there. Yep. Lots of quotes from famous women and men about, uh, you know, that we, that we use to show um, their experience and take off, uh, on, you know, and explain different things about how uh, business work. I talk about gaining attention for your business. So there's a marketing element in there. I talk about, um, uh, you know, how to set goals, how to accomplish them, um, and just take you on my journey and much, much more. What do you think, Rob? Well, the whole business mindset thing is is confusing at times. It, It really can take away from your business. And this book really helps you to focus. It helps you to look at the whole process of business in a different way. And when I pick up a business book or any book, I want to get something out of it. Yeah. I mean, that, you know, and I always come away, even if it's got nothing to do with what I'm thinking I want out of the book, I always come away with, oh man, I can apply that here this way. I think there's a lot of practical applications and ideas that you will take away from reading or listening to Rockstar Lawyer. And we've got several versions. We yeah. have a an ebook version on Kindle and iTunes. We have an enhanced ebook, which is really cool because it shows videos of Rob and I talking about the book. It shows videos on each section of the book. 
um, on that that make it that just enhance it enhance the book and, and the experience. The Lawyer Greg website. You can go to the Lawyer Greg website and interact with the book and mm-hmm. and watch those videos as well and watch content. What is the the website? Uh, LawyerGreg.com. 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 Um, and LawyerGreg.com. Slash Rockstar Lawyer is to purchase the book, or you can go to Amazon to order the print book. Mm-hmm. Uh, print books on Amazon. Um, the eBooks and enhanced eBooks are on iTunes and uh, Kindle, which is Amazon's you know eBook wing, and uh, also uh, the audio book, which I narrate myself. Okay, and British Rob has parts in as well. So British Rob and I narrate the book, and I think you'll enjoy the audio book. I had a ton of fun recording it. So so check out Rockstar Lawyer. It's a good business book. Um, and that's on Audible and iTunes as well. Peace. Merry Christmas. Tally ho.